everybody what's up hello y'all hey once again yeah it's the town of the sea yes yes you know episode 89 Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. Episode 89, and we're here. What we're doing every week is celebrating black and brown creatives in the entertainment industry. We give y'all everything. Like, we're giving you a no better, do better, new segment. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a main segment this week. If you look at the um, title, we're going to be reviewing a movie, child. We'll get to That's it later. Yeah, we haven't. Um, Cause we out here um, giving y'all the best interviews. Don't worry. Some interviews will come through. Don't worry. But, uh, you know, we had to, you know, switch it up a little bit on you hoes. Stay, stay on your toes. Okay. Um, and, you know, our last segment, um, niggas, you should know where we um, highlight Gail and just give flowers to uh, folks we think deserve it in the industry. So we're going to hop right into it. We always start with a would you rather. I'm going to give you a would you rather. Me and Corey going to go ahead and answer for y'all. so (laughs) the would you rather this week is would you rather get paid a dollar an hour to do what you love or get paid a thousand dollars an hour to do what you hate for life Hmm. (laughs) i just wanted the people who believes that money can buy you happiness? <laughs> I'm just one of the people who be trying to preach and act like money can't buy you mm-hmm. happiness. But if I can do whatever the fuck I want, that comes with money. Like money is how you're able to do what you want. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. the way I'm, I have a very different uh, viewpoint than society likes to uh, preach. Yeah. So I'm go ahead. And I mean, I'm getting paid a thousand an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like it today. I'm gonna like it today. <laughs> yes, but even if I hate, I'm gonna be able to um, when I'm not doing that, do whatever I want because I get paid an hour. Okay. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> job. Guess what? I'm gonna be jet setting off to. Goddamn Mars, because I can afford to. Thousand <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 hour. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna have to agree with you. Um, I think. <laughs> listen, I think my younger self, my more naive self, my more I believe that Disney is a re- Disney. You know, animations are real life self would have been like, ah, uh, 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 all that. Now that I have bills, my older self, I'm looking at the bills and there have my name on it. Okay. I'm looking at my credit score like, please, I paid on time for 10 months. Can it go up just once? Just once for you, girl. <laughs> like, Ooh, child, that credit score. Mm. Yeah, it's a scam within itself. But I would have to go with a thousand dollars an hour. I would fake it. I would just fake it <laughs> until I get you. If you tell your mind you like what you're doing, you're gonna like somewhat child and that paycheck even better. Okay, when you get off, you can uh, take a, a jet to London. Come on, and then come right. back. Right, <laughs> they come back. Dude, like, don't play with me. 
Yes. No, I'm with you. I'm like, I need, I need that. I need that money. It does not bring all happiness, but child, it, it makes things a, a lot easier. Not it brings, like, um, okay. okay. It brings the freedom and liberation. Truly. Okay. We're going to go ahead and speak that um, over our lives and everybody who can hear the sound of my voice because that financial <laughs> liberation, honey, <laughs> that is truly oh uh, truly the truth so yeah we on the same pages we're gonna we're gonna be get ca- cashing that money right <laughs> get that money. like girl this damn job again but hello okay this goddamn job but <laughs> woo, but uh gonna see you in dubai this weekend yes ma'am okay yeah. <laughs> uh planning a trip to pluto or going to pluto next month right, right? okay cool cool cool, cool. <laughs> going to that uh exclusive restaurant yeah 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 <laughs> Like, ooh, child, this lobster omelet is so delicious. Let me complain about this job. <laughs> right? While I'm over here eating my, uh, whatever, expensive, my caviar snack at my dad. This sucks. Right, being rude as hell. Talking about garçon, uh, garçon, uh, can I get more golden uh, flakes on this? Uh? <laughs> garçon, I actually need you to go to Ethiopia right quick. Get Come some Ethiopian coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Properly. Now this meeting (laughs) that I hate. Okay. Oh, darn. (laughs) I sit here. Oh, man. Let me see the time on my road next. Uh, (laughs) When is it over? (laughs) Oh, dang it, man. Yeah. Can you pull the Tesla around? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Not a minute too late. I hate it here. Come on. <laughs> Just like that. Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Room the same page with that. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am not uh yeah, like you Mm-mm. said, over right here. Mm-mm. You need money. I mean you need it. You just do. You just do. You just do to live comfortably. It's just that. It's big facts. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy lemon squeezy. Mm-hmm. Thanks. No problem. Oh, All right. All right. Go better. Do better. Now, this is totally for myself, y'all, with this bad, do better. Ciao. So, mine is don't ever take too long of a break, y'all. So, I haven't written in probably like two weeks. And that's not even that long of a break. Some people be going mm-hmm. months, years without writing. But I say, now the more I learn about writing, I don't believe that you have to write every day. And there are other veterans who say the same thing. So I don't believe in that anymore. But you need to be consistently writing. Mm-hmm. Don't um, allow life to keep you away from the writing. So, yeah, try to at least do something. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it don't gotta be every day, but at least once a week, write like a poem or something. Yes, yes. Or you, you write like a page of something that you're working on. Just try to do something every week. Um, yeah, it keeps the juices flowing and it just keeps you motivated to keep going. So yeah. very simple, no better, do better, but never take too long of a break between right now. If you just wrote a whole ass project, like I said before, many yeah. times, you need to take a break after mm-hmm. right finishing a product a product <laughs> <My> product <laughs> <development> break. <laughs> a product 
project because you do need that time away from the project so that when you come back to the rewrite, you'll have fresh eyes. So um, you just finish the project. Yes, take a break. But in terms of just keeping the, the stuff flowing, try to do something every week. That could be, um, like I said, writing a poem, writing a little short story, even writing in a journal. Something fictionalized. Shall you be writing? life as long as you write it as long as you taking words out your head putting it on a page that's mm-hmm. right um so yeah that's my no better do better is stay in the fold and never stay out of it too long so mm-hmm. yeah perfect no that's perfect and just to add on to what you're saying make sure it's creative writing too i know a lot of us i myself i'm gonna be like oh look at all them emails i wrote Ugh, god that's my oh, yeah. writing for today no <clears throat> no that's not <laughs> that is not that <laughs> so don't be like me trying to manipulate the system like can't no that's not Mm-mm. so yeah that's a great no better do better take a break but just make sure you don't take it too long and, and make sure you consistently write that doesn't mean every day but at least you know every other week every other you know however you feel like it's consistent it doesn't have to be a long thing it can be a scene it can be a journal entry like uh Corey said so as long as we keep writing and keep our our, our creative juices flowing we're still on the right path so just keep going so great no better do better Love it. <clears throat> Once again, dropping so many gems for y'all. Like, honestly, y'all love us. As you all know, we get all of our sources from Shadow and Act, which is an uh, uh, trade uh, publication that focuses on Black and Brown creatives in the industry. There's many other ones. There's Blavity. There's Essence.com. Make sure you read them all, whether it's your Varieties, Hollywood Reporter, um, Deadlines. Make sure you're understanding what's going on in the industry. It's just helpful to be in the know. And uh, yeah, we're going to stay on top of it. We're going to get to our first story, which was really, really sad. And we'll probably talk about it a little bit later um, in our Niggas You Should Know segment. I'm not even going to hide it. But um, unfortunately, right off the uh, Labor Day weekend, we lost like one of the greatest actors, I think, in in like modern times, uh, Michael K. Williams. You know, a lot of people were really shocked at his passing. I know I was shocked. It was just so Mm -hmm. sad. He was only 54 years old. And I remember, of course, last seeing him, he was working on other projects, but we last saw him in um, Lovecraft Country doing amazing, (laughs) like an amazing job, like uh, with the amazing cast. So um, here on Shadow and Act, you know, they covered it and, Um, I'm going to read from the article from Monique Jones, where we're talking about pretty much Black Hollywood mourning him because he was well connected. He he worked in the industry for a a long time. Um, So uh, Tika Sumter wrote uh, memories about him on Twitter. Uh, She worked with him um, on the HBO show uh, Bessie, but she wrote, God has a true gem. I was so lucky to be around him and work with him on Bessie. He was one of the kindest humans in all ways. Being in hashtag Michael K. Williams presence was a gift, a true gift. Thank you. And she hashtag Michael K. Williams RIP. And some of the photos of him are gorgeous. I mean, he has his prominent scar on his face skin i mean flawless i mean it's really crazy of course he's been in other projects that have been 
well acclaimed. We already mentioned Lovecraft Country, but also he's worked with Ava DuVernay, who also recognized his passing. He was in When They See Us. And I didn't even have the strength to even see the, all of When They See Us. I just couldn't because it was just so emotional and riveting. Um, yeah. But... <clears throat> It was, it was just crazy. So basically what she wrote was like, I remember the times we'd come on set, even when you weren't on the call sheet, just to share a hug, to cheer us on, strolling in like the king that you are for just a flash to give some love and then gone, she wrote. So just speaking about his integrity and his love for the craft, um, to be on set when you're not even on the call list, to just support the other actors and crew member, like it just goes to show your integrity. So um, yeah, Michael K. Williams, like an amazing actor. Um, we'll have a link, of course, to uh, <clears throat> the sources that we have. So if you want to read more of what a lot of people were saying and, you know, in mourning him. Yeah, then, a lot of is. Oh my God. So many people's lives touch. So um, yeah, rest in power to Michael K. Williams. And um, oh, it's just, it was just so rough. <laughs> that was just, it was a rough loss for us, for sure. So so many of the greats are leaving us. So ugh, it's crazy. I don't think you take much more. I mean, please, please. <laughs> My Lord. Ugh. Ugh. He was ugh. very much an activist as well. Yes. Very, yes. Uh, not just a celebrity, not just an actor. He did the work in the community. Mm -hmm. I can community the regular way. It's yep. I blame it. <laughs> But I can never just say community. I always got to say community. <laughs> okay. Community. Okay. Yes. Serious, serious note. Yes. He yeah. was very active in yeah, the community and standing up for us as a people. And mm -hmm. yeah, goes to show who he was as a person as well. So yeah. Amazing. Sad loss. Uh, yeah. A sad, huge, huge loss. So we're going to be, um, yeah, continuing to commemorate him. And I know a lot of people, of course, his family, friends are going to be mourning such this great loss in their life. Ooh. So it's crazy. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to move on to the next news and we're definitely going to come back and honor Michael K. Williams um, in our last segment. Um, so next in the news, um, on my block, Netflix drops new images, sets the final season for the premiere date. So, um, this is an article from Trey, uh, Mangum. And if you guys don't know, uh, on my block is a coming in of age television series that, um, is a Netflix original and ahead of the final season, as in, in the article, um, the coming of age dramedy on my block, the streamer has released the first look photos of the new season and set a premiere date premiere date and it's going to drop October 4th. Um, it stars, uh, Syria, uh, cap, excuse me, Syria Capri, Jason Gano, uh, Brett Gray, uh, Diego Ten Tinoco, excuse me, Jessica Marie Garcia and Julio Mar Marcius. Yes. Marcius, forgive me. And they're ret returning again. And um, this will be the last time um, for the conclusion of their story. So it's the fourth season and I believe the final season and it'll be a 10 episodes. Um, the co-creator uh, Lauren Logan will be returning as showrunner and executive producer. So this has been pretty popular. I watched the first two seasons. I fell off, but I had a lot of fun watching them um, for sure in this show. So if you're into coming of age stories, I suggest 
just watching this. It was super fun. I just love seeing um, people of color, especially young kids, especially being portrayed as nerds and like not really fitting in and not like a whole group of thugs who live, you know, in certain communities. I love when you break that stereotype and just allow them to have fun and like really have a good coming of age story. So I hope the last season will be good. Um, I saw something on uh, the internet that some people were like, when is this show coming back? So the fans were asking about it. So they said they coming back. Um, and yeah, it'll be for the final season. So check it out. I think it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, um, you know, everybody else will enjoy it. wonder why it's only getting four, four seasons though. If it's, That's if it's, a good question. Loves it. It's like it has broken records for being like the most binge series, I think, when it first came out. So I'm like, why stop now? Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe, well, I didn't see anything in the article that said like, um, it didn't make mention of it. I know sometimes some shows, like, if the creator is like, that's enough, then sometimes they're just like, the story's going to end here. Um, so yeah, that's a good question. Hopefully, we'll get more. Um, we'll do a little follow up and see what's going on there but they didn't make mention of uh like uh any troubled waters but that'd be just smart pr <laughs> um yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah um this kind of was this next piece of news was kind of like interesting to me it might be a little tea for y'all a little tinsel town tea but um so mr and mrs smith um, there's going to the movie, um, which was starring Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt from a while ago was being revised for a TV series and Phoebe Waller-Bridge and, um, Donald Glover were behind the project. But the news today is saying that Phoebe Waller-Bridge's exits the Amazon series due to creative differences with Donald Glover, which I thought was very interesting. So according, yeah. So according to this article by Jonas, <laughs> uh, creatively okay creatively oh god so the article is written by jordan simon and let's see maybe you know maybe i don't know we'll see so was in it she was in it or what was she so i think she was supposed to be in it she was supposed to have a role um but yeah so the emmy winning actress writer and producer phoebe waller bridge and you might know her from fleabag as well as um there was another show that um, uh, Killing Eve, she created that. So um, she's exited the TV adaptation of Mr. and Mrs. Smith from Amazon. She was set to executive produce and star. It's been reported by The Hollywood Reporter that the Fleabag creator and star exited due to creative differences with fellow Emmy winner Donald Glover, who also stars and executive produces the project. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter stated that Waller Bridge and Glover remain friends following what was described as an amicable amicable split right so glover initially approached waller bridge uh, about the collaboration um bridge's role in the mr and mrs smith series will be recast always on time black twitter has already touted ideas for a recast mainly acclaimed yeah. actress nicole bahiri all right nicole mr and mrs smith is based on uh, doug lehman's 2005 film which told the story of a married couple that learns they are spies tasked with killing each other so um now i don't know well let's see uh as reported in the later on in the article um basically in the hollywood report exclusive the pack is believed to include content 
channel of sorts that will spotlight Glover's work and other curated content on Amazon's Prime Video Hub. Additionally, Stephen Glover, who's uh, um, Donald Brothers, excuse me, Donald Glover's brother, who wrote and produced. Um, on Atlanta alongside his brother has also signed an overall deal with Amazon. So it does not state specifically why it was a split. They just say it was an amicable, amicable split. Um, it looks as though that there was a, over, a bigger deal coming with Glover to create more stuff for Amazon um, because duh, Atlanta changed the whole fucking landscape of television. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the tea was. I'm glad it was amicable. At least it was. I mean, maybe behind closed doors, it wasn't so amicable. Um, but sometimes though, like, I don't know if I need a Mr. Mrs. Smith TV show. I kind of agree with you. I think, well, I, first of all, I'm just tired of the adaptations and the reboots. Like there's so many, I feel like there's so many creators. First of all, Atlanta was an original story, right? So I love the idea of more original content. Like there are so many shows that First of all, there's so many reboots. It's like ridiculous. Um, so it's like, it's like okay. Right now. Yeah. Everything. It's just like, okay, guys. Like, And there's so many different ideas. There's this uh, show called Reservation Dogs, which is like one of the first all Native American casts, Native American, like, and even all Native American writers room, right? Like that's the first time and it's 2021. Like there are many stories, original stories that we can make. And I, I'm with you. I don't think I need a Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV adaptation. Of course, Donald Glover will be making it, so I will be checking it out at, at the very least, but I don't know. I, I'm glad they split amicably, so that way the, the project can go on and hopefully do well, but I and don't when know. Is well, yeah. okay. Well, how about that? Where is Atlanta? How about that? Slap you in your face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, doing all this other foolishness. Oh, all of y'all got Marvel deals and Disney deals and all that. You said Lion exactly. King. But come on back now. <laughs> come on. Right. Lakeith want to blow up and stuff, but Atlanta is what jumpstarted you. Don't forget. Nah. Listen, I'm glad Zazzy Beats is in all the things. I'm glad yeah. uh, Br- Brian Henry. Uh, tre- I'm glad, but come on. Atlanta <laughs> jumpstarted all of them and they need to pay homage and give us another season. Come on. We waited really a while. Awesome. Like years, years. It's been years, but yeah. Um, continue forth okay. making projects. Bring us Atlanta. Uh, hopefully, you and Phoebe Waller. Um, Don, clearly, I'm talking to Donald Glover. Like he listening. Hopefully, uh, you guys. <laughs> I'm glad y'all are friends. But let's 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 get some um, other original ideas as well as well. Um. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, our last uh story here. Uh, Between Forever promises the return of the African-American love story with a new trailer. So uh, this is written by Monique Jones. Um, So yeah, it writes, sometimes when it comes to love, it takes one moment to change your life. That is the case for characters in Between Forever from Arch Stone Entertainment. So Shadow and Act, basically, they had a uh, exclusive debut of the film trailer and they have it below. So we'll make sure you guys have the link. You guys can go and see um, the trailer for yourself. It was written by and starring uh, Rashid Stevens and directed by Scooter Powell. Um, and this is Scooter Powell's uh, debut directorial film. It follows two people who have a, a chance meeting that changes the course of their lives. The film also stars Tiona Bland, Ralph Lamy Jr., and Brittany Ayona 
Clement. So um, this is a description of the official um, movie. Uh, Between Forever is a charming story of two strangers who meet while they they are each at a personal crossroads and spend an, an unexpectedly perfect day together. As the sun sets, they might they must decide if this was a momentary diversion or meaningful connection that could alter their lives forever. The surprising day brings the two together and entangles them in a full day of adventure, culture, connection, self-realization, and could it be love? Ooh. So yeah, so basically uh, Powell goes on to say like, Basically, in the tradition of Love Jones, Love ba- love and Basketball, Lady Sings the Blues and Mahogany, um, he sees the story of when Marlon meets April as a potential classic. Not love at first sight, but a different spin on the laws of attraction. And that was a quote from um, the director, um, Mr. Powell. So um, the film already has accolades, uh, best actor um, at the Chicago Indie Film Awards. And Powell was also recognized as a finalist of the new filmmakers of uh, NY, new film, new filmmakers, New York, 2021. So the the film is called Between Forever and it's available on demand October 15th. So they have the trailer there. Um, Should be interesting. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, I'm down for um, a Black love story. I love that. Um, yeah, here for it. Um, so yeah, with that, that is all of our news for today. Check it out again. Go check out um, uh, Shadow and Act. Stay up to date on all the news, Black and Brown. Uh, we got to support one another and know what's happening in the community so that we can um, continue to tell our stories, y'all. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with the main segment. What up, y'all? We back. We black. We fitting yeah. to do this. Yeah. So it's a uh, main segment. Yes. And like at the top, we're doing a review. It's been a minute since we've done a review. We've been giving y'all these interviews, honey, these mm. uh journalist uh, award-winning interviews mm. okay mm-hmm. we've been given that but we are back to doing a review because this movie came out and mm-hmm. you know had a little bit of buzz because of the cast was amazing I would yes say. yes um and uh yeah it's called really love which you mm-hmm. probably saw by the title and, uh, yeah, we're going to review it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm talking this way is because I don't know if I liked it. Mm. And uh, I hate saying that about Black things. Black yes. art. can't like them all. So Yes. Yep. I'm um, going to be very objective today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's just get into it. So first, let me give you a little rundown. Obviously, mm-hmm. spoilers. So if you haven't seen it. Um, you will be hearing things now and don't let our reviews sway you. Like I always say with any review that we do, That's right. don't sway you uh, watch it for yourself and formulate your own opinion. Even though, uh, you know, I felt the way I felt about it and mm-hmm. Judith, you know, there's my sentiments. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to watch it still. And mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it's set in a gentrifying Washington, D.C., obviously the DMV area. What up? Who was played by the... Ooh, mm, so fun. I'm just Kofi. I never know how to say Cerebo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, upcoming black painter. He's on the brink of giving up when he meets Stevie, who is played by Yutha Wong Wong Loi Singh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she is a law student at, I think, George, Georgetown? Yeah. I think yep. at Georgetown. Georgetown Law. Mm-hmm. And basically, they fall in love, and that's the movie's about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the cast. So, it's director. Let me talk about the people behind the scenes, because we always forget about the people behind the scenes, but we're here to bring those people to light. That's what the show yes. is about. Yes. So, director Angel Christy Williams, and written by Felicia Pride and Angel... Christy Angel is black, right? I believe so, but let me double check. Uh, okay, she's gonna double check that, but Felicia mm-hmm. is black, so shout out to a black female writer. We love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, produced by Macro, which I feel like we've talked about Macro before, but if you don't sure. know, because uh, they're dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Angel is black, yes. Angel's black, all right. Mm-hmm. So directed, written by black women. We love to see yeah. that. Love to you see that. <laughs> Uh, ice the shit out of it. Not really, but we still love it. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said before, Star Kofi and Yutha, they're the two main characters, but the rest of the cast, amazing. Phenomenal. Like, when like, I was truly. watching the credits and saw all those names, I said, what? Baby. <sighs> so, first of all, Michael Ely. We have Blair wow. Under, we have Uzo mm-hmm. Duba, we have comparable mm-hmm. Suzanne Douglas, rest in peace. Uh, this mm-hmm. is one of the last projects before she passed mm-hmm. away. Here, we have uh, Mac Wilds, we have Natari Naughton, we have um, Gina June, Jade Eshete, mm-hmm. um, all these amazing actors. And mm-hmm. I think one, the one thing I did enjoy was that even though we had this really amazing cast, they were background characters pretty much. And yeah. let these newcomers kind of take the lead because Yutha mm-hmm. is definitely a newcomer. I would say mm-hmm. she's a newcomer. Kofi, I would say he's still considered a newcomer. Yeah, I agree. So it was it was nice to for me, it was nice to see something like that, to see all these big name people taking like you know a back seat in this story and letting yeah. these new kind of lead the story. Right. Um cool to see, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So I'll start with my um, initial impression. Mm-hmm. Just watch it so it's fresh on the brain. Mm. <laughs> Wasn't feeling it too much. Mm, yeah. Um, I get, I get where they were trying to go. Yes. I understand what was trying to be portrayed. It was mm-hmm. nice to, obviously, anytime we see Black people in love on TV, it's a big love. deal. Yep. Yep. Um, because we're always saying white people in love, right? Or they're trying to push interracial, um, mm-hmm. interracial love, which mm-hmm. hey, do what you want to do, but yeah. we need to see more black love on screen. So anytime yeah. see that, it is a win in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. But that I thought cinematography was great. Everyone Gorgeous. looks the skin Ooh. stunning, stunning. <laughs> for me, it was the skin giving. For- giving um the director for really doing yes directing was was great yeah um those shots were great i loved Mm -hmm. that she i love i really did like the shots yeah beautiful movie yeah um what else like i said the cast was great i Mm -hmm. thought had uh chemistry as a cast the leads i don't know Mm. um I don't know about the I don't know about the chemistry there, but as a cast, I think everyone had chemistry together. But it was yeah. supposed to be 
leads. And that's where the chemistry fell short for me. Um, but I'm focusing on the positives right now. So <laughs> yeah, well, I was saying visually it was a beautiful movie. Yes. Great casting was good. Mm-hmm. Um, love that it was set in the DMV area. Yes. And they did a lot of stuff about the black mm. DMV experience. Yes. I'm not from there, but Judith is from, you know, that vicinity. I love it out there. Yeah. Um, but I loved how, you know, they really highlighted black DMV experience. And I love that they highlighted HBCUs. Yes. Um, and I liked how everyone was just elegant as fuck. Like, yes, it showed elegant black people. Nothing wrong with um, my hood black folks, you know, because I'm hard. Um, but it was nice to see like just blackness shown in a more elegant light. Like mm-hmm. everyone was super intelligent and introspective mm-hmm. and cool as fuck. And yeah, yeah. people were dope in the movie. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I enjoyed seeing black love. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it didn't. I, what? Come on, safe space, safe space. <laughs> I was like, is mm-hmm. this a movie or is just like, when am I watching? Like, at times I'm like, when am I really watching here? Mm-hmm. Like, there's really no structure to it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of flowed. And sometimes that works. In this case, I don't think it worked. Yeah. Um, there needed to be a little bit more structure. There needed to be a little bit more drama. I mean, yeah. it's a drama and it is a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I will say I did like that it was portraying kind of like um, just relationships as they are. Yeah. And I did like that it was showing like a black relationship that wasn't based on trauma yeah. or drama. Yeah. Um, but it was too, it was a little too simple. Like mm. it was too, it was too simple. It just felt like I was just watching people Instagram stories. <laughs> no. Like, lies? like, where is the story? Like, where yeah. is structure here? Like everything don't gotta be about structure, but there needs to be some. Yeah. And it's too slow. Mm. Way, way too slow. Mm-hmm. A lot of like just like awkwardness, me. Mm-hmm. A lot of just like kind of lingering. <laughs> Girl, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. And oh, yeah. um, it it just felt like like they broke up for no reason. Like yeah, to me, I'm like okay, mm-hmm. like the the way that it progressed, like. I guess I just didn't understand the stakes weren't high enough to me. Mm, like that's a fair, that's a fair note. Like all of a sudden, y'all not vibing no more because what he's working on his art. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you decide you want to leave because mm-hmm. he working on art or like I mean he did stand you up. I ain't like mm-hmm. that. He yeah. Her up mm-hmm. But like the stakes just weren't high enough to me. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like it's kind of like a. The, the writer wanted them to break up just for the sake of breaking up. Yeah. Like to me, was it really love? <laughs> no, like, right. Yeah. Y'all ain't even like fight. Ain't nobody fighting nothing. And it's yeah. y'all gotta do something. Like y'all gotta get yeah. something. Yeah. So it just kind of felt like a, a a whole bunch of scenes put together. 
I'm trying to figure out because uh, the way I thought about it, I was like, if this was two white people, would I even give it this great? Like, would I even? Yeah. Think about it? No, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm about the positive things I'm saying because it's black folks. Mm-hmm. But if it was just two regular ass, like, if it was just a regular ass white movie, I would, I would like hate it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's just my honest opinion, but no, that's fair. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what I just said, but uh, yeah, no, just, I'm, uh, no, it does make sense to me. That makes sense to me because I agree with you. Like, when we start with the good, you're right. Like the way they portrayed DC, gorgeous. I think the way they scored it with this jazzy, you know, undertone, it really brought out the romantic feel. It's clearly this was mm-hmm. a romantic like movie which i appreciate um truly love (laughs) i do um i also yeah dc looked beautiful the director did a good job of picking the shots um and the supporting cast was excellent they knew the assignment and they delivered i don't know if the and you know i don't know if it's the acting skills or the writing um, that fell short for the two main actors in their love story. But I feel what really fell short for me and the reason why I, I was turned off by this movie was like, they didn't really explain why these two people were together. It was just like, they met at an art show, they stood next to each other. And then all of a sudden they're at a go-go together. And they're like, you know what? We go together now. Like, it was just like, what? Like, yeah. wait, like, what? Like, pretty. <laughs> they have sex, like, how do we jump to morning? Right. I mean, they and went they on a couple. <laughs> right. And they went on a couple of dates. Like they they showed that to kind of like set the scene, but it was like it didn't really answer why these two were attracted to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're beautiful black people, but what is it about, you know, Stevie and Isaiah that brought them together except for like this painting, right? Um so that kind of, I was like, okay, y'all needed to justify that a little bit more. It fell apart for me with the story when the moment, I mean, I think it portrayed like sort of like the real, like you were saying, like the realness of uh, relationships, right? They're I appreciate exact. That's the problem. <laughs> so it's like yeah. so realistic that it was just like, what? Um, it's like a movie at this point. It's like, I can see yeah. this every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was one thing that threw me off. There was a scene where it was like, you know, they, you know, he first called her, uh, her, his girlfriend. And then like, after they have sex or whatever, she's like, you should move in. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? He has not like, there was no like build up. He has not earned this. He did not ask for this. And like, for me, I was like, the problem with that is like, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't really give way to real conflict to really be set up. It's just like, it just seems like a random bad decision, which some people do make those decisions just like that. You know what I mean? Um, but no, her character wouldn't. Yeah, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think her character would do that. Cause she's, she's trying to be like, she's a practical lawyer. She's just not going to like, you know what I mean? She's a law student trying to get into a law firm. Also like, I'm like, I've never been in law school, but like she had a very nice apartment. I was like, was she also working? Like that was not established. I was like for money. So I'm like, maybe they paid for it. Maybe. Like, you know, there is a girl that I know who actually goes to Howard. Okay. Her dad pays for her apartment up there. Okay. So, okay. So, so maybe that's what they were. I was like, 
about that. And I was like, how does she have a whole ass nice ass face like this? Girl, I was like, is that a DC brownstone? Because child with gentrification, bitch, that like that's a lot of money for someone who is a student, a law student. And so maybe it's because I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking back at my haggard uh peasant life, uh trying to make it through, you know, grad school and not the rich life that I'm claiming for myself, uh moving forward. But I was like, that don't make no sense. And also, if my parents pay for a place for me, I don't know if I would move in a whole nigga and then introduce that nigga to them and knowing he broke like i don't know i don't know that with knowing my parents it was just like there was no thinking there was no thinking nobody thought i was like what we just and then you're wondering why they're like okay so you're gonna be a professor because what you gonna do (laughs) what you gonna do and not to say that he couldn't do it because there are many artists who are uh working who are who are getting paid who are doing that right but like even him not sort of like Try, like first of all the whole narrative of him just not working and even trying to have a job and like that just to me was like come on now like yeah. you know because a lot of artists even if they're like you know what we're here to focus on the craft they hustling baby like they like okay where else can i work where in the industry can i work like which you know it's it's not my art do you need an apprentice i i i'll sweep the the um the the art installation space so i do whatever needs to be done you know what i mean they're like they're going for it. They're just not meandering like, nah, nah, we'll see. I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. So I felt like they were trying to set up where it's like, we're trying to be sympathetic for him, but I was not sympathetic for him. I was like, baby, like you need a job. And like, even his dad, his daddy was like, let me find out you like being broke. I died. I was like, you know oh what? God. <laughs> I was like, that was funny and also correct. Y'all didn't have to come so hard at the boy, but also funny. So I was like, uh, uh, and you just brought up another point with the daddy. I don't know how daddy was was on him like that, and then all of a sudden he has his first solo show, which we're gonna get into. That made no sense. Mm, yeah. All of a sudden, daddy is like all happy go lucky to right. see. Like, uh, I don't understand. Uh, I don't been I didn't understand anything. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really. Am I? Yeah. Sure? There were some holes in the story that I think could have been like that could have been smoothened out if the characters, their love story was more solidified. You know what I mean? Though, if it was more like, oh, we know why they're together. We know why there isn't another person for this person but them. You know what I mean? That sort of connection. And it just felt like, oh. You, you're black. You got nice skin. You have a beard. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, you you have nice skin. We're looking at this painting together. Yes, you have a your booty as well. Yes, we're in love. And so it's like, wait, what? Like, wait, what? You know, so I don't know. I think it fell short, I think, in that area. Um, and I think if they just worked a little bit more, uh, there were a couple of scenes even later on that I was just like, okay, well, what was the point of all that? Like, well, okay, one of the scenes that, that really threw me off was basically where she was mad at him for telling her to choose the dream job that she wanted to for Chicago. I think what she wanted to do in a lot of relationships, they test each other, right? Instead of saying, hey, I really want to do this. What do you think? I really want to stay, but I'm conflicted. What do you think? Her, I, and, and saying like, I, I want, I want you to tell me to stay because I want to stay with you. He told her, go for your dreams. And then she got bit mad because it was like, she, she basically sacrificed for him 
for him to go after his dreams. And he didn't ask her to do that. She was just voluntarily doing that. And then when he told her the truth to go after her shit, she got mad. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's like nothing but a create a supportive partner. It seems. Yes. Like, and it's not the end of the world. Chicago's not that far. Like, thank you. The stakes weren't high enough. Chicago. That part. Yes. Also, in the, there was a scene beforehand where she was talking about how the how many offers she was getting. There were several law forms and one in D.C. So if she really wanted to, she could have just been like, I'm going with the one in D.C. And the problem would have been solved as well. <laughs> so it goes back to what you were saying. Like the stakes weren't high enough. It'd be one thing if that was the only fucking law firm that ever got back to her and she ain't gonna eat like then yeah girl you better get your ass to the windy city city i don't know what to tell you like so i did notice a piece of dialogue during that conversation that was supposed to it was supposed to it was planted there to create stakes mm-hmm. so they said that law firm in chicago was the third best law firm in the country but it's only the third it's and only the third <laughs> it's like it wasn't even like that was put in there right the, the in there so you could see oh my god like she has to take this job i didn't see why she had to take it and even if she wanted to take it it's not the end of the world like it's not basically it's close to dc on the map like yeah they could have made that work the job in la yeah that might be a little harder yeah you break up over stuff like that but they make it first yeah they try the first yeah yeah um, and we didn't really see the demise. So let, we're gonna talk about riding them. <laughs> Let's get it to it. The demise of their relationship. Yeah, like it was just too subtle for me. Yeah, like, we need to if the relationship is the focus point, we need to see everything. Yeah, we need to see everything. Yeah. and I just I don't understand. Like there just wasn't there wasn't stakes. There wasn't yeah. like a clear structure going on it just kind of felt like okay we're watching them eat dinner we're watching them go on a date we're watching them sit here like mm-hmm. <laughs> we're watching yeah. them it's watching them do that and it's just like okay like <laughs> we want more oh child so he painted a picture for you whoa shocking he's a painter <laughs> Of course he painted a picture. <laughs> of course he painted a picture of you. Yes, and yo. then he up behind her looking at the picture. Okay, what happened? Like And then that and then they cut too. And then here's the thing. Before that, there was a scene where he actually went to visit her in Chicago. And apparently uh, correct me if i'm wrong i might be remembering this wrong, but he was showcasing something in Chicago and she came with another nigga to his art show and i'm like get it on that nigga <laughs> why did you even bring this there was, there was no need for you to bring this nigga that was like y'all could have just left him out of this equation because he didn't even bring it, it was clear that you were gonna go back to him for no reason like there was no y'all broken up yeah. and then it's like oh look it just so happened that you too are the art show and i'm here as well it's, just, it's like girl just show up like just show there was no need to bring carlton on your arm talking about hello i was like girl it's like the same thing trying to create stakes but exactly because he was at the show with her and then Mm -hmm. not 
Hopkins. So he is right. he was really conflict? No. No. Like you said, leave the nigga at home. <laughs> this ain't make no sense. And then oh, I had a thought. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like I I didn't yeah. more for it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And it was so I was talking about the the pieces of awkward. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to a year. Mm. They hadn't talked in that entire year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mac Wilde's character goes to visit him. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he's supposed to be doing a lot better. He's still in the same ass apartment. Like, crusty ass apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then he tells Mac Wilde that, oh, he's going to Chicago uh for a little bit and then mm-hmm. mac walks over there and stares at him for like two minutes and it was so awkward i'm like what is he yeah. right now that's true like mac was just after he said he should go in chicago it was just weird like i could see it, that it, it didn't hit the mark like he yeah. just walked at him and stared at him for two minutes in a very weird way i'm like <laughs> so i did like his okay, so I did like Max acting. Um, oh, in the, in like, the yeah, writing <laughs> <laughs> fair, honestly, that's fair, that's a fair point. Matt, I think Mac did a good job, but mm-hmm. that was it was weird. Like, yeah, I think they were trying to be subtle to like kind of point to the fact that he was going to go pretty much after her with this painting, and then like. It wasn't revealed to us that clearly the painting was her, but it didn't need to be revealed to us because we were like, duh, duh. <laughs> like he's going to paint. artist ex-boyfriend is telling you to come to a show because he has a surprise for you. What you, what you think? Right. Right. And it's like, that's supposed to be like a big reveal because mm-hmm. that's why the movie with that painting, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a big reveal. Like, no, no. It was just a lot of like trying to plant stuff. Yeah. And it didn't pay off. So Yeah. That's the word to the wise with people. Yeah. Not that Felicia is not a talented writer because she is. She was worked on Queen, like Queen Sugar. Like mm-hmm. she, she's done the things. Yep. To dig at Felicia because she's done the things. But yeah. you can't win them all. <laughs> no. Yeah, this was not. No, this was not it. But I do. I have to say that the casting was excellent. Like in terms of the supporting cast, Natari, like she had a monologue. I mean, it wasn't like a really, it wasn't that long, but it was a normal setting. They were at a coffee shop and she just was like, girl, he's a man. He doesn't want you to help him. He's trying to like get on his feet and support. And I'm just telling you the truth. Right. So I was just like, Ooh, like I appreciated that friend to be like, girl, like, girl <laughs> like come back let like, him, like let him let him build on his own you don't have to pay for everything and like just her character was so real even though she had little moments she felt very real and very authentic to the scene and i, I could say that a lot about a lot of the supporting characters so it's just like yep. y'all felt authentic it was the main characters i was like y'all struggling now come on <laughs> Y'all just whispering in alleyways and shit. Like, oh what was happening? It was the whispering for me. Like, <laughs> motion behind the word. Please. For me. Please. But, so, Uzo stole any scene that she. Oh did. my God, yes. That, in the beginning, I didn't understand what her who her character was. Like, she was a 
Galler. She was described mm-hmm. as a wrist. Yeah. Like she was managing him also. Mm-hmm. And that she was kind of placed there to like yeah. push like, him. To push him and mm-hmm. her character placed there, but it needed to make sense. But it yeah. makes sense. I still don't know about the art world, but just this just me coming in as mm-hmm. I'm, how many people watching the movie know about the art world, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. For everybody who don't know. Mm-hmm. But she stole any scene she was she in that scene where she first uh talked to him and was looking at his painting and was like, Oh, you want to paint over this? Like mm-hmm. that stroke there, you want to change. Like I she did such a good job. She did a great job. I, I remember watching that scene like Damn, Uzo can just act. Truly, like, yeah. he just truly gifted. She just can't act. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the standout character from the yes. Cast. Yeah. Um, also Yep, yep. I really also. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Please. I'm saying like Michael Ely. Period. I was just about to say he did really good. He had some good. Um, mm-hmm. He had some good scenes. Some good mm-hmm. lines. Blair Underwood was severely underutilized. I agree. Yep. It's Blair Underwood. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Severely underutilized. Suzanne yep. Douglas, Suzanne Douglas, rest in peace. Yep. Um, but I, yeah, I don't like how Blair Underwood was severely underutilized. I mean, it's, yeah. put some respect on his name. Yeah. Yeah. I would have fought to be like, no, we got to rearrange the schedule. He has like two, three, four, four more, five more scenes, uh, seven <laughs> more scenes. I'm so sorry. We're going to have to, he needs to come back. Call Sheeta's out. He's back again. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He needed to be, there was a dynamic there that just wasn't explored too. Like, between yeah. Her, like they mm-hmm. explored man between her mother. And we saw her mother was like one of those moms who mm-hmm. talking shit to their daughters. Yep. Is always like disagreeing with their daughters, but like, we could have explored the dynamic with her father. Yep, I agree. Man, and he could have given her advice, you know? Yeah, I agree. I also, I will say, I'm so happy that the art was really beautiful, actually, in this. Okay. Like, the black art was, because at first there was some painting that he did, and I was like, oh, God, please don't let this be no, like, paint by numbers ass looking ass thing. Like, please, God. And then, like, when he finished, I was like, okay, woo, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Textured faces because that yeah. was like his style that became yeah. his little style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, mm. <laughs> I'm no artiste, but we can't. This is not the painting set, please. Like, you can't just hand whatever you do in <laughs> and call them that, please. So, yeah, let's talk about main characters real quick because we both commented on how. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Chemistry readings are very important. Very important. Especially with romantic anything. Yeah. We need to have chemistry readings. Yeah. Um, didn't. Ah, oh, the chemistry was not there for me. It was like not there. And I don't mm-hmm. know who's, I don't thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know if it was, it could have been a mix of everything. Could have been yeah. a variety. The actors, the acting, like not saying they're bad actors, but oh, yeah. there mm-hmm. was not enough. Like, oh, I just got it. Like, we have to have each other. Mm-hmm. Like, which is what wrote most romantic dramas. They're super romantic. And yeah. I was, 
yeah. from this. Um, yeah. yeah. It was print and shit. And it was a lot of just like uh, no emotion behind the deliverance of the lines for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I would say that a lot more for Kofi because I'm used to his sort of like um, uh, stoic acting sort of ability, particularly in Queen Sugar. Um, even though, forgive me, I haven't watched the latest season, but like I remember his that working for that character. And here I, I was like, I need a little bit more variation in the way you're responding. Um, it felt stoic, but not in a good way, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I feel as though, I think you're right. Chemistry needed to be worked on and, you know, they needed to do better in terms of uh, just more range and emotions. But I think that was a combination of a little bit of the acting, but also the writing as well. They needed more stakes, like you said. So if you don't have a lot of stakes, there's not really a lot of emotion to play with because the nuances were lost. So the more stakes you can have, the more nuance you can like play with. But it didn't feel like that there was a lot there. Yeah, they didn't have much to go off of. Mm-hmm. They- funny that you said that about Kofi because I was watching with somebody and they were like why is he talking like that (laughs) (laughs) he usually talks like he's kind of like like monotone like yeah yeah said that because people who don't even know Kofi are watching the movie and are like why is this like (laughs) yes so understand (laughs) like why are they acting like (laughs) um Yeah. yeah The only time that we saw a little bit of range was when she said they were in the bed and she finally said she was going to Chicago. No, she told him why they were running. There was something where she had kicked him out. Um, that was the only time we saw range where he mm-hmm. turned up a little bit. And she mm-hmm. turned up a little bit. It annoyed me how she never turned up. Like Truly. Up with your parents. And the next day, oh, it's fine. Yeah. What? That's what? Mm 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 mm. Yeah. In a relationship where um you do some shit like that, and I can't feel like I can't be like, what the fuck? Like I can't. Okay. No. That's wrong. Yeah. So the next morning she's like, oh, that's fine. That was an opportunity. That could have been a great opportunity to show more of the relationship. Mm hmm. Like. Yeah. There could have been some good dialogue there. Yep. There could have been like some more, like we could have seen more character development at that. With that, I agree. Yeah. But that was, oh, it's fine. And then just moved to the next scene. What? Like, it was not fine after y'all had that crazy conversation with your parents and then you handed him your, your card to fill up gas in the car. Like that is not that the two cop, the one, two combo. No. And you sitting there crying during the damn performance next to your parents because it bothered you girl but you don't say nothing the next day like girl not a lawyer not nobody (laughs) sis did not act like a lawyer to me girl you can't be this in real life and you trying to be a lawyer it don't make sense to me (laughs) girl you read my mind (laughs) that's gonna be a lawyer no she's a little too mute she's a little too I didn't see no fire in her. Yeah. 
for her to be in law school instead. Yeah, even when they had the law school, there was a portion where she was like trying to defend her, I think, dissertation or something. And like she made some points, but I was like, that's it. Y'all convinced off that? I was not like, she could have had a lot more examples. They could have fixed that. They were just, they were like, why do you think it's racist? She was like, because history, the end. I was like, girl. Because Crow. <laughs> I'm like, girl, there's examples. Like, documented examples. She could have read through all of them. Tulsa, Oklahoma, they done uh, went through this, this, that, and the fourth. And Jordan, this, uh, they, they always, every time we have success, y'all always trying to tear it down now. This is historical facts. We could have, they, we, they could have spit some real shit. Real shit in that moment. And that would have been good too, like to have some real like black yeah. history moment. Like oh that. my god! Good point. Yeah, that could have been an opportunity to spit some real black history. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't understand. <laughs> I understand? Like she could have been a computer scientist or something. That's how she acted. Yeah, yeah she could have been. Put her in. She acted like somebody instead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still a different profession for uh for. A, to represent black women in like, oh absolutely have been better but mm-hmm. there's not and yep. she was like mute and quiet like a a stem person would be mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know what decision was to make her a lawyer for she was not giving me lawyer <laughs> there's no way that whole conversation would have turned into a courtroom in the car just you on trial immediately <laughs> like we at least going back and forth like girl mm-mm. No. Right. Like, you know, but so okay. I, the argument to the opposite side is like some people when they're in relationships are just very different than they are true. in their, you know, careers and stuff. I've seen I have seen that before. So I will give them that. But like you said, even when they were showing her in her lawyer element, she was mm-hmm. not there. No. Nah. So I was like that intentional that could have been intentional maybe they were trying to show that yeah. she be a lawyer mm-hmm. but that's the whole premise of the movie that she mm-hmm. moved from chicago to be a fucking lawyer so yeah so also, yeah that's true but also like i don't know maybe i don't know too much about the lawyer world but i do know about dc and it is the land of the laws of this nation there are a lot of lawyers yeah. there <laughs> like you don't have to move <laughs> Like, what? Now you speaking that real shit now because there's a lot of black law students in fucking DC. Yeah. There's a lot of black lawyers that live in DC. Like, so why? Yeah. You didn't have to leave. She could, that bitch could have worked on Capitol Hill. That's where the law. (laughs) (laughs) Now that, and now it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, put together things are placed for the sake of being placed right they make no sense <laughs> mm-hmm. no there could have they needed to they needed to work on the conflict i think you're you're absolutely right there had to been more things that were really challenging their relationship than just okay i'm, I'm a struggling artist and like okay i'm i'm going to be the successful lawyer but i have to go to chicago like there's so many chicago one like you said chicago's not that far uh two like you don't have to go to Chicago because you was getting all the choices. And three, like you could have stayed in DC and done what you needed. You know what I mean? Like that, there has to, there, there should have been more to the relationship that caused 
friction for it to fall apart. So yeah, I agree with you. Romantic drama. We have to have more. Yeah. I like a rom-com, even rom-coms have more conflict than this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Rom-coms have more conflict, but they're funnier, but they Mm -hmm. still have obstacles. Yeah. In order for them to be together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was black and teens. Yeah. Yeah. Teens. Yeah. The Saving Grace was, it was beautifully shot. The score was great. And the supporting actors kind of honestly carried the show. I mean, carried the movie, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was nice that they took a backseat as supporting Mm -hmm. to allow these two up and comers to kind of be the focal point, but they Mm -hmm. also do what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. They, they had the opportunity to. Yep. Had all these big name ass people. You had Uzo Adupa in it. Come on. Nah, she's come she on. did everything she was in, like I said. Mm-hmm. That girl, ugh, she was so good. So good. Yeah. It was just no, I wanted to like it so fucking bad. Yeah, me too. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was it wasn't like bad. I don't even know if I would even call it bad. It was just lacking a lot of stuff that I think I agree. Did. And I think it needed, I think we just need to spend more time developing stuff. Yeah. They have spent maybe another year or two developing more of the story, more of the characters. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. But then I'm like, maybe this is what they wanted. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was well shot. I think yeah. it was beautiful. I think they they did what they did in terms of lighting. It looked it looked expensive. It looked beautiful. Um, visually. visually, visually beautiful. But like you said, I think they needed to make sure that if it's a romantic, if it's a romance, make sure that story is solid. Make sure the 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 reason why these two are together and moving forward is is strong and the conflict, like you, like we said, like the conflict has to be much, there has to, there has to be a couple that go through a thing and come either come out the other side or break up for some reason. And it has to be, it has to be bigger than just, I'm moving a, a couple States away. For a job when I could easily get one here. Yeah. It seemed like she wanted to go there. Yeah. At all. And she could have, not yeah why did you go mm-hmm. Gee, the weather would have kept me i'd have been like chicago absolutely not it's cold as hell. <laughs> it's cold i'm sorry number three law firm that's thank you so much but no and then there was the scene with her mom suzanne douglas told her like don't put anybody first who wouldn't do this you and mm-hmm. i was like it's like he would do that for her though like i don't know like he yeah. was really- thing but like he didn't seem like that bad of a person no 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 I didn't think he was that bad of a person I think I think her mom was right in the sense that she was doing too much too early you know what I mean like they should have never she should have never offered for him to move in that quickly he they needed to live separately and for him to work on his art stuff and for her to work on her law stuff and they continue to grow together because he didn't, he, 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 he didn't feel like he could contribute monetarily. And that, that was a running conflict for him. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay. Let that nigga do it. 
It's it's not like he was going to be broke forever. It was just, yeah. you know what I mean? He just got to get through that. Literally. But, right. But I think what her mom, I think in like, and I would say the, a bad way is basically say like, you're not, you have, you can't just give him everything. You have to let him go. Don't, you know, right now he needs to be in the place where he's going to after his dream. So do you don't sacrifice you not going after your dream because you're, you think you're in love. You know what I mean? Go after it together. Both of y'all can go after your dreams together. Like people do that all the time. And it's like, yeah, it even seemed like her dream was like, she just didn't seem like she was that enthralled. No, she didn't. Lawyer being in law school. No. Or so it's like, why, why all of a sudden you want to go so bad? You didn't even fucking seem like you liked it. Yeah. lawyer has that much like what person in law school has that much time that she had and stuff she was going out and stuff i'm like what law i know no law student that had that much time all the law students i know i'd be praying for them in them 30 years you you don't be seeing them i'd be like what what hello are you alive Uh, studying for torts gotta go i was like okay okay when go ahead you know like i don't even see them (laughs) i'm like okay good luck you know so yeah just they tried to show the scene of her in the class or whatever, but like we said, I was not convinced that she was even mm-hmm. that good. Boy. But if they would have showed more of her passion, which she didn't mm-hmm. really passion in her acting, if they would show more passion, more of her passion for like, I really want to be a lawyer. I really yes. what yeah. this is my is passion. Yeah, made more sense. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Because also that would have caused more conflict, right? Like she doesn't have time. And when she does have time, he doesn't have time. So it's this constant like passing in the night and they're both like hungry for whatever they want. So I think you're right. Yeah. It's like why she got all this time when she should have less time than him. That part. Like not saying that they don't do shit, but they can do it. You don't got to go. It's different. Yeah, it's different. (laughs) Exactly. It like hers yeah but it, i don't know yeah yeah well that's that's how we feel <laughs> yeah that's how we feel we said mm. what we said yeah um, that no shade to the writer no. um but like i said you can't win them all that's right and, and hopefully this helps for if you're writing your own stuff just mm-hmm. like the biggest takeaway is don't put things in your script for the sake of putting them there. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Cause you want to meet a certain, like, like she wanted to, you're trying to do like create stakes. You're trying to like create a conflict, but if you're going to put something, it needs to pay off. Yeah. So that yep. intentional really think about mm-hmm. your characters and really think about like who they are and yeah. Think about who they are. Would they do the things that you're having them do? Yeah. Like, think about, like, even like we were saying, like, she probably shouldn't have been a lawyer. Think about mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, who, what does my character do for them? Like, what's mm-hmm. their passion? Make sure that's known and make sure it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and then have some conflicts. The whole point of. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh- I do up and it don't make sense when yeah it comes. yeah yeah had opportunity yeah to happen, yeah this had every opportunity to make sense yeah amen but, yeah and then also have conflict y'all yeah the whole point of a movie the whole point of a tv show is conflict like yeah you need it. 
Yeah. Y'all but notice that y'all watching something, but everything you watch is full of conflict because that's literally what drives stories. Yep. So have it. <laughs> Truly. A cliffhanger will bring me back every time. I'll be like, well, here I come back again. I mean, <laughs> at the end of this, technically. Right. But it's that's a problem when it's just a movie. You'd be like, what? Okay. And I, <laughs> I don't foresee a sequel, Nan Nowhere. I don't see and it. Like, but. Yeah. And it wasn't like a surprise cliffhanger either because we knew what the fuck was going to exactly be. Exactly knew what it was going to be. We <laughs> from being a patient. Shoot. I didn't know her titties was going to be out. I ain't what the paint was going to be about. Okay. Also, I would have been mad. I'd have been like, you just going to paint my whole titty. Why'd you just do my right. face? Right. I'm like, so that's how you going to paint me with my titties out? Okay. <laughs> you too. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a lot different had that happened been me. I've been like, yeah. <laughs> like, even if the people here don't know who this is, our friends know this is about me. So like now our friends see my team. Right. That, so like, that would very close with their friends. So it's like that would have switched into a comedy real to talk about nigga, you got my titties out of this goddamn phone. <laughs> my daddy is gonna be coming by here. <laughs> Oh no, cover this up, cover this up. Can you put this, put it away, put it away. <laughs> what? Hi. You thought this was going to keep me in the relationship? Boy, okay. Absolutely. We're, yeah, we're done, done now. There, because she was about to turn up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all to buy it all. But also, yeah, she also showed her titties too. Girl. I didn't really get that. I'm like, you didn't even have to show her titties. Like, the scene didn't call for that. But. No. And all the other paintings were people in real life doing real things. That was so beautiful about it. Like, I was like, oh. And then titties. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, my painting is the one titties. You could have taken, I had a nice graduation photo with a cap and gown. You didn't want to do that one. You didn't want to do that one. Like, hey. Right? I looked so cute on our first date. You know, you could have painted a picture of me looking in the distance or something, but it's like, you have this beautiful ass style of painting. Like she said, black people look so extraordinary, but so yeah. time. she said that that was her first line. Mm-hmm. And that was literally your style of art. You got people sitting on air, air vents or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like titties. Mine, <laughs> mine has to be titties. Okay. All right. <laughs> but you would have Word. Yeah. <laughs> this this uh, movie was Ooh. made in another alternate universe. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> Things that would have happened don't happen. So. Uh, but like we said, yep. Beautiful. I still would say watch it. Give yeah, it give it a give it a chance. Up. I'm always gonna be like, even if I like this shit, we gonna run the numbers up. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we gonna do that. <laughs> How you get more black art up yeah these people watching mm-hmm. stuff like this and they're going to give another black creative a chance to do the same thing yeah nope, same thing but something different yeah because <laughs> <laughs> they do that for the white creators they might throw they them motherfuckers put out flops just awful shit and they be like you want to do another one like right why is there eight billion sharknadoes <laughs> so stupid so bad Our hurricane oh. i was like all right okay all right was like, one of them. Okay. No, she was in because there's Sharknado and there's like three headed shark attack or something. Oh my god! Those, 
as if there's the same three-headed shark attacking. <laughs> wasn't one of them. I'm like, girl, so you, that's, I don't care how new you are, don't take that job. No. Like, or at least do it under an alias. I don't know. Something. No, she did that shit under her name. I said, well, Oh Lord. If they can have six sharknadoes, <laughs> right. We can have more of our stuff. So That's right. That's right. Here for it, get the numbers up. Regardless of what yes. we still, like I said, I always say this watch for yourself and make yep. your own because we may feel a certain way, but you can love. It. Yep. You know I mean? Yep. You can love the shit. And that's yep. okay. Yep. Yeah. Definitely watch it and support. Mm-hmm. I mean, the supporting cast alone. Yes. And the sh- honestly, the shot- shots were beautiful. If you want to learn how to like direct and choose choices and s- frames and screens, yeah. the directing was beautiful. It was yeah, really well. The directing done. was spot on gorgeous. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And the mm-hmm. lighting was great. So if you want to oh, see, my God. Mm-hmm. have correct lighting for black folks, definitely use yes. this. As- Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, visually you're gonna be satisfied. I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. They both see, yeah, yeah. Visually be satisfied. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. <laughs> Direct eyes mm-hmm. and cinematography wise, you're gonna be satisfied for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah. Make your own opinion. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> and like I say, it make your own page up. That's right. It'll be all right. Figure. I'm like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this was yeah, this was not this is not it um for me, but yes, good things about it. Check it out for yourself, just like Corey said. Um and yeah, hit us up um and tell us what you think too, uh what y'all think. And we might be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. We're allowed to have an opinion. And I do hope that again, the writer and the director will see more from them and this opportunity for growth. I love that. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, let, let me shout out Felicia though. This is the writer. Yeah. She does have a resume. Okay. Even though we may not have agreed with some of the stuff in this. That's uh, right. The way she wrote this, she does mm-hmm. have a resume. And I want to shout her out real quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So she wrote six books. Mm. To her, she's written for Queen Sugar and Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, so she directed something. First her directorial debut. And she got a short film award at the Black Star Film Festival for that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she started off writing books, which is dope. Mm-hmm. And she joined the writer's room for Queen Sugar in season four. Mm-hmm. Probably knows Kofi and got him mm-hmm. attached. And she was a story editor for the fifth season of that. Okay. On the writing staff for the 17th season of Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, child, 17. Child, get that Shonda um, money. Shonda money. Yes. And her directorial debut was a short film, Tinder. It was about, this is dope um, idea, by the way. It was about two mm-hmm. black women in the aftermath of a one-night stand. Black mm, cool. In the aftermath of a one-night stand. We don't see shit like that. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that. Yeah, that's dope. Um, two black, you know, queer women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't we don't see shit like that. A mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So that short film is award for that. Nice. And, and this was her first feature. Nice feature that she 
wrote and executive produced. Awesome. It got an award for, it got a recognition for acting. Oh, okay. Plus, I grew with that in yeah. the supporting cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about the leads now. Yeah, yep. But, um, <laughs> okay, so she has something. Yeah. Else, she has another romantic drama script that's in development by Will Packer and James Lopez. Hopefully it's it's different from this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she has a resume. Okay. And we're going to highlight her regardless because we love to see black female writers doing that. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. Her her and Angel co-wrote this. So yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't really have any info on Angel because mm-hmm. she got you know, she got mm-hmm. a let me see if I find Really? I found something. She well, she's definitely a producer, director, and writer. Let me see some of her other credits. She also directed a movie called Charlotte in 2015 and mm-hmm. uh The Christmas Tree in 2015. 2011 um she has a lot of producer credits so like uh you know really love um a short called emergency which was uh, she executive produced this little light a short she executive produced most of the production that she's accredited on has been uh uh, for producing shorts and then she has seven writing credit uh, excuse me directing credits um really love being the um feature film i think that that's her first uh feature film and then she also directed an episode of cherish the day the tv series uh episode 2.1 and um colin in black and white a tv miniseries and this is in post-production so that's something that's coming out so they've both been working okay so this is angel's angel christy williams mm-hmm. and this yeah according to i uh imdb this was her first feature uh, directorial debut, which I think she did a great job. Nailed it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it was beautifully shot, and I mm-hmm. really the um probably one of the best things about the movie was the shots. The absolutely way, the way she chose the shots was absolutely. Really, um, yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, and uh, like I said. Uh, Take uh, our opinion as our opinion and create your own. Still right. run them. That's the only way we're going to get more of us on the Netflix. Okay. Lose okay. <laughs> on the whatever the fuck else they got because they got streaming services, everything. All the things. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Yeah. You of uh, really love. That's on right. Netflix. Yes. Um, yeah, so we can move right into our. Oops, sorry, y'all. No, you're good. No segments, which yes. Judith is over, but we got y'all been oozed about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our nigga, you should know, is definitely Michael Kenneth Williams, Michael K. Williams, um, an amazing actor that is left behind uh, work in legend, like legendary things. Um, I know most notably he's known for. Um, excuse me, his um, character from uh, The Wire, uh, Omar, um, and everyone really loved him. Um, and that kind of was his breakout uh, 
role, quite frankly. He also co-starred in the HBO critically acclaimed series Boardwalk Empire, where he played Chalky White, a 1920s bootlegger. Um, and, you know, in 2012, uh, Boardwalk Empire, uh, he won a Screen Actors Guild for Outstanding Performance uh, by Ensemble um, in a Drama Series. He received his first Emmy nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or a Movie for the HBO movie Bessie that was starring uh, Queen Latifah. Um, and Tika Sumter was in that as well. Um, he was also nominated, uh, his second nomination for Outstanding Supporting Supporting actor in a limited series for his portrayal of Freddie and HBO's Night of. Again, these are all series that are acclaimed. The acting is phenomenal. Um, in 2018, mm. he returned for the sixth season uh, with an extended surprise. A uh, season premiere uh, produced and featuring Williams as he embarked on a personal journey to expose the roots of American mass incarceration um, crisis in the juvenile justice system. So he was doing the work um, on screen as a way of like exposing some of the things, you know, um, particularly the juvenile justice system. Um, and he had he had also went underground and other things uh, to expose as well in different series, um, different, excuse me, different um yeah, different seasons within that series, if that makes sense. Um, you know, they even have here on IMBD, um, giving back to the community. He played an important role off camera. He launched uh, Making Kids Win, a charitable organization whose primary objective is to build community centers in urban neighborhoods that are in the need of safe spaces for children to learn and play. A lot of times, uh, you know, a lot of people do work in quote unquote inner cities and they want kids to go to a certain place but they don't understand what it means to literally walk through some of these places. If there are gang um, territories, what the, and a lot of, sometimes a lot of these kids have to do it alone because the parents have to work. It's important that we have safe spaces for these children and how that affects them with their learning. And of course, um, William saw that need and, and he did the work to do that. He also served as a ACLU ambassador for smart justice. Um, so yeah, he also before acting was a career performer at 22. Um, he was a dancer, background dancer for a lot of folks. And um, he was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, so yeah, uh, so much more to be said, so much to be unsaid. I know if you guys are looking on social media, my favorite uh, clips that I've seen from Michael was when he was dancing. And he, it was just one moment where he was just joyfully dancing on the street with somebody just living freely and just having a great, a great, a great time. So, um, yeah, definitely. Michael K. Williams is that nigga you should know. Um, he's left behind a legacy that will forever uh, has shaped, quite frankly, television um, with The Wire, with M Boardwalk Empire, all of these shows. Again, Lovecraft Country, his role in that. I mean, amazing. When They See Us. The list goes on and on. He's, he's he, he was a talent and amazing. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. We are definitely going to miss Mr. Michael K. Williams. Y'all know yeah. we love him. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm enraged about him so many times on this show, so it is a pure shock i mean yeah. I, i'm like still speechless in a way yeah. just literally came out of nowhere mm -hmm. um, so yeah um let's just try to remember to uplift him celebrate his legacy and pray for everyone affected by this truly unexpected um situation mm -hmm. so, yeah. 
that is the end of the show yes um we like i said like we keep saying make sure that you still watch really love on your own yes the homework is to watch the show yes watch that movie already i mean i hope you already saw it because we definitely spoiled the shit out of it Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) watch it for yourself yes Check out all the things from the news that we talked about. Uh, do all the things with our social likes, subscribe, um, follow, rate. Um, what else can you do? Yeah. Hit us up on all the things. Uh, keep writing, you know, stay positive out here. Take care of yourself. Stay black. All the things. Definitely stay black, friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a blessing to be black, no matter Amen. what they say. Okay. Uh, ooh, that's good. Shirt. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, Tinsel Town Team and all the things engage, and we will see y'all at the next show. That's right. Take care, y'all.